What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the free podcast, episode three. I'm your co-host, Sam. And Andrew, what do we got lined up for them today? Well, we're talking about a lot of ethical questions in the workforce, and, and we'll just be going into a lot of uh, a lot of those controversies and sort of what we think on the issues of ethics in a couple of different areas in the business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so let's just fire it off right from the bat. So kind of there's ethics in the tax code. So do you think it's actually ethical for a tax code is set up for a trillion dollar company like Amazon to pay less in taxes than you or me? Well, so I first experienced that and and understanding that that was a thing when I started working for a Fortune 500 company about this time last year. And in that Fortune 500 company, when they should have been paying a billion dollars of taxes every year, they paid it out on a pay schedule to companies that are below them that are also owned by them and just shifted money around from place to place in order to avoid taxation. And so they actually paid zero dollars in taxes on about $14 billion of profit. So I personally view that as not ethical at all. Um, and the reason for that being is that individuals, so like say you or me, we we don't have a bunch of subsidiaries under us that we can shift money around and, and maybe we could have LLCs and, and different businesses, but we're just not set up like legal entities in that manner so that they can avoid taxation. And I think that it's doing a lot of injustice to people that should be benefiting from that money. What do you think? Right, right. So uh, let's go to the other side of that. So like when you are a business or you're a big company like Amazon, Apple, uh, the big trillion dollar companies, they are employing, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of people and they are stimulating the economy, um, whether they reinvest that back into the business and grow their company. Um, do you think, you know, it's still unethical even with that in place, whether they're employing thousands of people and actually, you know, helping the economy? Or do you think there should be some type of whether there is a flat tax rate or, or some type of tax rate that companies cannot get by each year without paying anything in taxes well so so for these companies um they they shift around their money in a perfectly legal manner so the system is set up in which they can legally not pay any taxes Uh, you'll see people that own uh, property being able to do the same thing with depreciation but when it comes to the ethics of of serving the community and so uh, by employing so many people and in, in stimulating the economy, the businesses are obviously what keep America afloat. So we don't want to hurt them. But at the same time, we want to create as much public good for the people that they are not benefiting. So a solution perhaps, I mean, and, and this would have to be analyzed and the numbers would have to come behind this, but maybe instead of taxation, they could provide services to members of the community who would have receive benefits from that taxation and have programs to do more public good in that way. And so a company that maybe operates more efficiently than the government would be able to create even more public good and avoid taxation at the same time. Do you think anything like that would even be a possibility? That's really difficult because it's it's impossible to say how that would be regulated, um, a kind of across right. the board. Um, kind of, you know, how the government would oversee that, uh, the minimal amount that they would have to do each year. Um, but it kind of all wraps around to 
the theory of trickle-down economics, and that's what's kind of been studied over the past few decades. It was actually just proved, I think, in an article by Forbes or some big article. It doesn't work, right? You give these giant companies tax breaks, and the assumption was that that ends up trickling down to middle class, lower class, and it boosts the whole economy up. Well, it was great in theory, but it actually did not work for the past 50 years. You know, you give companies tax breaks, they're just gonna either put it back into their business or they're just gonna give people raises. They're gonna find some type of legal loophole. So it begs the question, do you think we need a new tax code altogether? And how do we kind of get there without any cor corruption or anything like that? Well, no matter what the code will be, there will they will find loopholes. And that's why it's something that has to be ever evolving. And um, I don't think that it would be wise to make that shift immediately. So imagine a corporation paying zero dollars in tax and is able to put a billion dollars back into the business or $20 billion for the sake of some of the biggest companies in the world. Um, and then all of a sudden just losing that money, they would probably have to lay people off. They would not be able to invest in new projects and, and things that would ultimately create a lot of great things for society. So I think it would have to be a graduated thing, slowly do that. And, um, but the first part would just even being able to, uh, to recognize that they have that money to be taxed because right now, I mean, audits say that they are not profitable, even though they really are. Yeah, it's, it gets really complicated in different aspects of whether it's the tax code, how much the businesses are recognizing, how much they can write off, the credits. It's a lot, but if you understand the tax code, it can work for you. But the question here was kind of, you know, do we see it as ethically, like ethically and morally justified that you're having a trillion dollar company pay less taxes than someone making 50k a year and that's kind of our thoughts there so we're gonna actually shift into you know a specific corporation example do you think that sick days themselves are ethical basically people either being punished by management for going over sick days and obviously there's there are occasions of sick days being abused but like other countries have adopted a if you're sick stay home they don't have sick days do you think the American system kind of needs to be progressed into the other countries. Well, yeah, absolutely. So America is one of the few countries in the world that really romanticizes working more than living. And I think that's one of the biggest flaws, but it's also one of the reasons that we are one of the wealthiest countries. So a country like, like Iceland, for the first 12 days that you're sick, you get 100% of your pay, and then after that, you're entitled to 80% of your pay for up to an entire year. So wow. a policy like that would never be seen in America, not at least as we know it. But it, it shows a lot of care for, for the employee. And, and you, somebody who's going to work for a larger corporation in a financial analytics role, do you think that having a policy like that would give you some sort of security or some sort of additional happiness that would increase your productivity and, and make you happier in the workforce? Right. So there are companies that do that in America. There, there, there are some companies that actually do that. Um, and, you know, the biggest argument that people have are people who just abuse these sick days if you give them out free and they already abuse them. 
But in my opinion, I think the level of happiness at your job would be affected if you had that policy of take what you need, um, just just take it right now. And if you need a doctor's note, you know, get one. But honestly, take it as you will, and that happiness level in that person would probably be thankful towards the company for actually having that policy. And honestly, it might increase productivity. I'm not too sure, but I think you'd just be happier at the company. I mean, because because that's what I would be like. I mean, if yeah, I exactly. Basically, you know, d- discretionary paid time off is kind of what it is. Take what you need. There and are companies hard. that do that. The results have shown. Yeah, and it, and and the problem is, for a long time, that was so hard to quantify. Before they were doing mass surveys and seeing that companies that treated their employees better were better companies, and so that was something that was really interesting. And um, I definitely would like to see America sort of adopt policies or even aspects of the policies um, that other countries have. One of the most interesting to me is our maternity and paternity. Um, We don't have paternity leave at all, but maternity leave in other countries is just, it's so much better. So six to nine months, even two years off for a new mother and six, six months to an entire year for a new father. Do you think that something like that would be beneficial in America? Or do you think that we're well-equipped enough to continue in the way that we are and how we decide to raise our youth through daycares? I think it's, it definitely should be adopted. I think there's a huge stereotype out there that, you know, fathers should not be stay at home and they should be going out and, you know, the mothers should stay at home. But in an opposite role kind of situation where the mother is actually making more and this is happening more and more and more. I mean, it's awesome to see because you can now have fathers stay at home with their kids and raise their kids and the mother is going out and starting to work and and kind of bringing the money home to financially support them. I think it kind of comes back to these gender roles that, you know, the father shouldn't be staying at home. But I think it could very well benefit. And I know some companies, I think, are actually doing this. Uh, I think there's a couple in public accounting. Um, I'm not too sure. I think PwC is actually doing this, where they give you paternity leave if that's what you want. But do you think, Do you think kind of going back to the last topic and this topic, whether sick days, paid time off, uh, paternity, maternity leave, do you think that would be factored into the company somewhere, whether it's kind of an increase in taxes or an increase in some type of fee or something? Because, you know, when you are taking two years off, that's two years of pay or nine months or whatever it is of pay that you're having to pay an employee. So do you think it's probably factored into some type of, you know, state tax, income tax, even some type of company fee? Right. Yeah, definitely. So um, I think that it would definitely have to be kept track. And maybe this would even be a creator of jobs and in, in, in the way of keeping track of how many people are out and sort of their pay. And that should be deducted from their entire corporate tax um, on a federal level. And so something that's also interesting is... Um, that I think it should be a graduated system from county to county or a more populous city to more populous city. So perhaps somebody who uh, who was working in a more populated city, say like where we live versus the rest of our state, I think that the corporation that's there should have to pay more in taxes um, than somewhere that is smaller. And I think that would really help out uh, members of underserved communities as well. And so 
and and the reason that I bring that up is that's a that's one of the communities that has the roughest time with sick days and the worst health care and the worst worker satisfaction. And I think that uh, just increasing the level of business in those areas and sort of incentivizing that could lead to a lot of worker satisfaction as well. Yeah, I mean, that definitely makes sense. It it does come back to the worker satisfaction. If you have these kind of benefits in place at a company, I honestly do think it's it's less turnover. It's probably higher productivity. I mean, there's probably statistics out there on companies that do it. I would not be surprised if it does correlate with higher productivity and higher happiness amongst employees. Um, but it kind of shifts, we'll shift into this other topic of, social media and companies along that line say say someone posts a blog article about a company that kind of draws some questionable you know events into light or some kind of workplace uh, issues do you think companies should be allowed to fire that employee for being honest or do you think that the employee should should be fired because of slander well, that's something that, in my opinion, has to be taken maybe even case by case. Um, and the reason for that is what what each person is talking about is so specific. Um, if they are slender, slandering a company and and even spreading false false rumors, I think that they should have some sort of reciprocation. But at what point do you think, in your opinion, and I'd like to hear what you think overall about this, what point does it get taken too far on either side of a company or on either side of the company or the person who's on social media? At what point does the scale tip and it lean for the other direction? I think the moment it becomes dishonest or possibly false leading is where the line needs to be drawn. Because I think if what they are saying or what they're kind of broadcasting on their social media platforms is true, it's pretty hard to go after someone who's actually telling the truth. But um, I guess you could still probably go after them just for, it's, it's, not, it's not slander because it's true. So how do you go after someone like that? I mean, I, I think you probably, it just shows kind of probably a lack of uh, company culture at most, um, which can, can be seen as a negative, you know, kind of connotation towards the company. But if it's true and there's no, you know, exaggeration, there's no kind of, you know, just attacking the company, it's actually laying out the foundation and the baselines of this is what they're doing wrong in the workforce. This is the problems that they're having. Um, and then maybe even some solutions of how to fix it. This is how we fix it. But they're not agreeing to this. In my opinion, they shouldn't be fired for that. They probably should go through the company first. If, if you have a problem with a company or if you have a problem with management, the only person who's going to fix that is the company or management. I mean, you can put it out there on the internet, but that's just showing a bad, like shining a bad light on the company, which you probably don't want if that's your job there. But I would say first person to talk to is the person that can actually change, change the issue, which would be right. a company, uh, whether it's your manager, just just talk to someone internally before you go that external route. Uh, how much influence do you feel that a, a company or a career in general, uh, whatever sector of the workforce it would be, um, how much influ influence do you think that they should be able to have over what somebody posts about their personal views? Um, say that 
for for example, let's say that somebody works for a healthcare industry and they go on uh, social media and talk about really controversial issues in healthcare, say like abortions. At what point do you think that a corporation should be able to censor sort of what that person is saying, or do you think that they should never be able to at all? That's that's a really tough question because you're kind of getting into a free speech issue. Um, and, and that's kind of what we are seeing with companies is, you know, to be hired, they check your social medias and make sure there's nothing inappropriate on there. It's like, what do you deem as inappropriate, though? Because it can be subjective, uh, person to person, case to case, what's inappropriate. And honestly, at what point are you kind of using that against them and discriminating against them to not get a job? This is kind of their highlight reel or whatever you want to say on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. This is what they think. This is free speech. Is it ethically allowed to hold that against them into whether they get a job or don't get a job? Right. And and uh, that kind of goes back to corporations being their own legal entities and sort of being private. And and it, it, it also comes into question if they're not private, so publicly traded companies, how are they able to do that when they're owned by the public anyways? So... Um, if they're a private company, then I sort of understand trying to align and and their company's views and sort of create a personnel that is alike. And um, whether that's correct or not is an ethical question in itself. But um, how can a company even do that while while being a public company? And so I think that there's a lot of growth to happen there in this in in America in general. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all these issues that we've talked about, I think there's definitely room for progressing uh, kind of to where either other countries are at and other companies are at Um, but I think I I hope we're kind of on the right direction I think this past year especially during COVID as bad as it was it definitely did shine a light on all these kind of negative uh, connotations in companies countries kind of where we should be shooting for Um, so it'll be really interesting to see kind of where our kids are at at this point. (laughs) Yeah, exactly what it'll be like in 20, 30, 40 years. I mean, we've come a long way, I mean, just since the sixties. So, I mean, it's really interesting and it'll be, it'll, it'll be exciting to see where this country goes and sort of what the leadership even looks like or the regulation of companies in general. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, I mean, that kind of wraps up our episode. If you've listened to this, why don't you go ahead and comment or leave a review of kind of what you all think, kind of what are some solutions to these ethical issues? What are your thoughts and how can we kind of make the workforce a better place for the employees? And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, We're wrapping up episode three. Episode four will be coming next week. Awesome. Thank you all so much and stay tuned.